Hello, my name is The Cranter. My name is James. And we are the Game Design Critics. Today's episode is about Darkest Rogue. It is a free mobile game. Um, this game is essentially a top-down... It's kind of hard to explain. It's one of the games where you treat your player like it's a pool ball. And you put your finger on the screen, pull it back, and then the character goes bouncing around the screen. And when he collides with enemies, he does damage. This game does it a little differently. Gives you three classes, a warrior, a mage, and a ranger, or archer, if you will. And they all have differences, which we will get into. Um, for my player's progress, um, I made it. I played this game on two different occasions. The first time I played, I made it to the third and final act of the game. Uh, this time I made it to the second act. Um, how far did you make it? I made, I, I made it recently to the third act. But I never got to finish off the boss because I died twice. It certainly was not an easy game. Um, it's a roguelike. So if you know roguelikes, you get to make your builds uh, as you run through the game. And then there's also stuff you can do outside the game, which we are going to get into. Um, first, what was your favorite class to be? I like the mage. That's I like high the burst mage. damage. Even though low health, so... Excuse me. Uh, he dealt uh, high burst damage time I use the spell. It's pretty what? much one shot anything. Uh, the mobs. Yeah, but you got no health. High risk, high reward, crunch. True. Very true. I mean, I like, I, I usually go with the ranger because I love that extra. Okay, so the gimmick with this game. Not to mention the pulling your character back and flinging them, bouncing off the walls and stuff. The warrior just smashes into things, essentially. And when he stops moving, he slashes his sword. The, uh, the mage um, shoots magic. So it, it, when it stops, it can fire at an enemy on the screen. The ranger <clears throat> shoots a bow and arrows, or shoots an arrow at an enemy. But <clears throat> the ranger has a... a there's a, a thing called back attack. So if you can hit an enemy from behind, you do uh, more damage than normal. Like, it can be 20%, it can be 30%. It all depends on what equipment you're wearing and whatnot. I use that back attack like no other. I got I beat so many bosses super quick with that. But it's also hard to line up as well. But I really like that. But I, recently, I fell in love with the knight. For some reason, just bashing through stuff using some of the abilities where you can just like run through an enemy and then you can go back and forth between walls and keep running through them to do damage just annihilates everything it's awesome i really liked it okay um so we're gonna start with our likes let me get this going here um my first like was i'm gonna this is gonna be kind of vague but it's equipment um so you, your character can wear, it's like, let's see if I can break this down. It's a helmet, a piece on your torso, gloves, boots, two rings, and a necklace. Now all this stuff you pick up throughout your run. Uh, and of course you have the uh, rarities. There's like common, rare, magic, and legendary of all different things. And you form combinations. Um, my only complaint with that is I will most of the time pick up stuff that my character can't use. I'll be my knight and I'll pick up stuff mm -hmm. that increases mana regeneration, things like that. But I liked being able to uh, set everything up before I actually go into the game. Because you can use old equipment to enhance your current equipment. To me, that's just addicting. I mean, did you like that aspect? I liked it, except for the like the item. Drop. Like I found, I found a nice like so okay like, but I mean item drops. I mean item grip. Okay, the uh, like, like uncommon rarities, right? The the, the rarities, of the item. Yeah. So some of them, like I can't even use it to uh, I'll use it like to upgrade my item. So I like I like some of the 
ask uh, like like you said some of the items can be equipped because of uh diff uh because it has different stats than you wanted yeah right that's common it feels like to me you always get it's, stuff that you don't need yeah it's pretty common for like most games with, with mm -hmm. classes it's like you can always play those other class now you have an item that exactly said class I mean, I, I like the, I like being able to upgrade your equipment. If you couldn't upgrade your equipment, I don't think it would be nearly as good. It'd be a lot more limited. Because you get all this gold, and there's not really a ton of stuff to spend it on. But <laughs> right now we're in the likes. Um, what do you got for a like? For a like, uh, I, like I like the option having the being able to use a passive before the start of the run. Well, Wait. I also... Like, what do you mean? Like, you know how, like, where you, before you start running, you have two, uh, you have options, right? Where you can choose to have a passive early in the beginning to help you out in your run. I... Or, or did I don't you know. never do that? I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, the the cards, the cards, and the the early beginning, where you can choose a passive every time you roll or, or uh, move. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know uh, what you're talking about. Where is okay, the? So, where does this happen? So right before you click begin journey, right, you got you got one where it's red, which is the regular one where you don't use anything, and then there's one where you can watch ad to get a blessing card. Oh. You know how like you fight the bosses, uh, the boss. You you get like a blessing card. You get to choose one. Yeah. yeah, that that's how it is for the beginning one. You can uh, you can choose one of those, but it's also RNG. To okay. Choose I mean, I've I've never done that. I didn't know that existed. Nice. And but you like that? I, I like the aspect, except for the RNG RNG uh, part. But then again, and it still gave a bonus in the. Like on the run. What about the ad? Does the, the ad make ad? it worth it? Yeah. Uh sometimes. Some sometimes some of them are longer than the other. So there was that part too. Yeah, so, sometimes you can get lucky with like a fifteen second one. Like that and the ads were like always different. And uh, sometimes they'd be longer than the other one. Yeah, those drive me nuts. It drives me nuts when mobile games force you to watch like, ads. I had like a one minute ad in, in one of the. I was like. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't want to watch one minute ad. Longest minute of your life, I feel like. Yeah, basically. Damn. Um, okay. Do you have anything to add to that? Uh. No. Really? Okay. Um, I want to say I really liked being able to upgrade your character outside of the game. Now, this is the roguelike. Throughout your journey inside the game while you're playing, um, you get like a level up, and then you get to p pick between three. I want to say stats. Here's here's the examples. One choice will be you can increase your magic damage. And how much mana you have, and something else, something else. You can increase your critical chance, your back attack, and something else, something else. And then the other one would be like you can increase a plus one to strength, plus twenty to hit points, and then plus something to like defense. And you have to choose between these three things. Now it's not limited to those three. Just today I saw one of them was like thorns. It was like damage reflection. Things like that. So every time you level up, you get to pick one of those. Um, and I, I, I like that, but outside of the game. Every time that you get a level up outside of the game, like at the title screen, each one of the classes has their own kind of skill um, selection. Not selection. It's not a skill tree, but it's got all their traits lined up. So you get these little weird little rock things, essentially skill points. And you can put them in how much health they have, how much damage they do, how much critical damage they do, how much mana they have. 
you essentially get to improve your guy outside of the game so the next time you go back in you can be stronger and this is accumulated for whatever class you play as your experience goes towards it and every all three of your classes get level ups at the same time but i really like the feeling of improvement outside of the game it makes me want to play it again so i i like that i like it when games do that Question. Always wow. nice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Another thing I like, uh, the art, the art style was nice, but I didn't. I was expecting it to have the same art style when we were in the menu, but it's in the in-game avatar. Like, so the the knight had the the blocky version, and then it had the more polished, but uh, for the other ones, it didn't, it didn't have that. Hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why they didn't in the other one, but the night he had. Huh. I mean, I, I liked uh, the art style in general. I mean, you can tell what everything is clearly. There's a variety in the areas for the most part. Also, a quick question. Why? What does the sewers do? The I can't... sewers, uh, they're just they're just there for a uh, level up. If you need like, you need more levels before you start finding out. Pretty much, right? I mean, yeah. I always thought maybe like it'll take you somewhere different or something, something. It just was a no. weird thing. Well, it's just there for a level boost if you needed it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. I did this one. All right. My next like is boss variety. Now, there's three acts in this game. Each act has three bosses in it. So I want, I think three, I'm, I could be mistaken. Maybe there's only two. I'm gonna go with three. I think there's three. And yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. Each boss is more or less completely different, um, which we will definitely get into later on, but the bosses are, well, for a game where you have to fling your character around, there's not a lot of, there's not really different ways to approach combat. Uh, you get abilities you can use when you play. Um, for instance, the, the archer class has this ability where before you fling your guy, you pick the ability when he stops moving. He shoots three arrows instead of one. Um, but sometimes it won't work. If the character is out of range, he won't do it at all, which is a huge miss. But that's where the strategy comes in. And But anyways, the bosses, they all attack in different ways. There's one guy who's a big rock golem who is just a big jerk. Um, I fought a spider today that had a bunch of little spiders coming out of it. There's a dragon. There's a boss that's uh, two, two smaller bosses. I want to say they're golem-esque. There's like two of those. But each boss offers something unique and different. And I really like that. Now, are they fair? That's a different story. But as far as... <laughs> Their, their looks and their movesets and everything, they don't reuse a lot of stuff. And I think that goes towards the positive side. Okay. What about you? Yeah. Uh, I think those were mostly the only ones. The rest okay. of them, stuff that I didn't have. Okay. Um... Well, let's get into our dislikes. Um, I'm going to throw this one out right now. <sighs> bombs. Bombs. I don't bombs, like the bombs. Yeah. They're, I mean, the only time I like the bombs, and this is very, very rare, is when I trigger a bomb and it hurts the enemies and not me. <coughs> that hardly ever happens. There's been so many times where my run ends because of a freaking bomb like it's just 
oh man, it's so frustrating because you see it on the screen and you're doing everything in your power to avoid it. It even like if you aim your character at the bomb and like it, it it's similar to pool where you're aiming your cue ball and you can see a dotted line. It shows you where you're going to go. You, you, you don't see the dotted line, but if you see the bomb in your path, it will show you the red circle around it where it's going to explode if you run into it and you do your best to avoid it. But somehow it's very difficult to hit it. Somehow you almost always run into it and it explodes. It blows up the walls around it, which is pretty nice. But a lot of times it takes you with it and it does a crap ton of damage. So much damage. I mean, how was your journey with bombs? Bombs are really annoying. <laughs> it's like, like, like you said, they mostly damage you instead of the enemies. And then you'd be lucky enough to damage the enemies also if they're in range with bombs. Yeah. But other than that, they explode immediately once you, con you make contact. There's like no escape for you. Yeah. I mean, the, there's been bombs in boss arenas. And that, like, oh, man. I get it. They're, like, a big threat. But, man, is it... It's either not balanced in the sense that it takes too much hit points from you, or there's some sort of mechanical imbalance. It's, it seems very harsh. Very harsh. I get it. It's a roguelike. It's supposed to be difficult. So it makes you want to play it again. But, man, when you're having a good time and everything's going great, and then you get destroyed by, like, two enemies attack you, and then you hit a bomb, and you're done, you're just like, oh, man, that was bad. It hurts. Um, okay. Your turn. Uh, another thing I, I didn't like was, like, the shop. Shop was, like, almost, the shop items were almost erroneous. They mostly give you like uncommon items. I mean, common items. And then sometimes, like, you can't even use them to upgrade your items because they're too low level and uh, rarity that it doesn't. It doesn't even want to use it. Right? Oh. Unlike other games, right? Did use you can use all types of rarity, but the amount of XP you put inside the progress bar to level up is like very small. But in this, it does not do. That. It literally prevents you from using. Oh yeah, you get up to like level four on a piece of equipment, and you need a lot of them. And it and you don't always find equipment, so like it it's not easy to come by in a sense. I mean, one time I spent gems, because okay, this is actually one good thing that they one really good thing they do. They give you tons of gems. I mean, every time I get on the game, I've uh, I've done a new achievement. And I'll get a bunch of gems. I never know what to spend them on. So I, I would buy... The, I bought this treasure chest. I forgot how much gems it was. It was like a third of the way up. It wasn't the best treasure chest. But I want to say it had a legendary item in it. I did that once. And I should have done more. Mostly I used the gems for reviving. But I never used a gold shop. That, that, that's what I was building up to. I didn't really use it. It wasn't, um, I, I, I checked, I checked it out a couple of times, but I just didn't, I didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, how much was it, or was it only, when, when you checked it, was it only common items, or did they at least show you legendary items, but they were super expensive? I've never seen a legendary items be dropped from the chest. Other than when uh, they, they drop from enemies, but they're not what you call they're not consistent. Oh yeah, what about like rare and magic? Items? Rare and magic, uh, they were mostly dropped from the uh, mods. But, but were they in game, in -game yeah. store? They weren't available. Okay, but That's I mean they were available if you paid money. Oh, if of course, of course, yep. The gotcha rule. <laughs> uh, okay. I... Okay, I got a really tiny dislike I want to throw in there. Um, when I played this game originally, which was probably like a year ago, 
I want to say this did not happen. Because currently, when I've been playing this game recently over the last month or so, uh, every time I load up the game, there's two ads. I have to get through two ads before I can get to the title screen. Now, I understand that the developers got to make money. And they don't cram ads down your throat. Some mobile games do. This game doesn't really make you watch ads in between levels and yada yada. But when you start the game up, there's two commercials stacked on top of the title screen. That drives me nuts a little bit. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but I just feel like it's like, ugh. You're going to make me exodies just to get to the title screen? Like, I'm not even in the game yet, and you're already throwing ads at me. All right. That's my little dislike. My, my other one was, I feel like there's... Now, I use this as a like, sort of, but I feel like there's a small variety of build choice inside the game. Like I explained earlier how there's basically, once you level up in, while you're playing, you get a choice between uh, magic-related level up, um, strength-related level up, and then like your critical chance and your dexterity-related level up. And then there's damage reflection. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I think there's one more. And that's all it is. Now, granted, it, it can be interesting if you have your warrior class who's upgrading his dexterity and his critical chance. Or you have your ranger who's upgrading his health and his strength. That Those kind of things, you can mix and match. But after you play it like 10 times... You run out of combinations, and it becomes the same thing. That's where my dislike comes from. There wasn't... As soon as I ran out of combinations, I, I started... My, my, like, my fun meter started going down slightly. I kind of like... I, I do it, but I didn't... I don't love... I don't... If these mechanics are done right... Then when I'm out, when I'm like doing stuff, if I go to the grocery store or something, I'll be thinking of combinations in my head. Because that's how much like I like doing that kind of stuff. But this one, it like, it doesn't have a lot of depth to it. And that's my dislike. It's a small variety of build choice. After you play it a couple times. I mean, did you feel that way? Or did you? Yeah. Did you definitely. mix and match them? What? The no, I didn't really. It was mostly a straight gameplay. Really? So you you picked your mage and you went straight like mage skill level ups, like your mana. Yeah. Mana. You never magic damage. Yeah, but wouldn't like critical chance help you and back damage and those ones? Uh, I don't know for me. I know uh, back damage would help. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it would work for me. So I never. I did. I, I mean, I like mixing them. You know what's funny is the first time I played it, Mage was my favorite. And now when I played it now, Mage, I I used it once out of maybe 30 plays. Like, I maxed out the damage, and then the mana region uses it. Yeah. The, the magic is, like, OP once you get it up there. It's so strong. So strong. Um, okay. What do you got? Well, I got uh, another one that I didn't like. The, I don't know. Uh, you probably had this. Uh, intrusive ad from Titan. What do you mean? Like, like, like when I open up the game, boom, it puts an ad right there immediately. Oh, yeah, I just talked about that. <laughs> there's two of them, right? You gotta yeah, X to, like, through them. Yeah. There's... There's another one where if you hit uh, one of the NPCs, it, it, it goes in an ad. I don't know if you had that one. No. What NPC no. is this? Uh, it's be right before you fight the boss. I Okay, so you're they, talking about the lady who sits next to the bonfire? Both of them. Both of them. Because I, I, I know I had it, it got one. And then sometimes it wouldn't do it. Sometimes it just tells me, like, uh, oh, you want to buy an item or, uh, you, know, you know, rest and heal up. But sometimes when you, like, uh, run over across them or roll towards them, 
Oh, there's an ad right there. Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know if you had that one. I don't think I did. I mean, at least not as much as you did. That's strange. What were you playing it on? Your phone? Yeah, phone. Okay. I don't think there'd be a difference there between tablet and phone. That's weird. I didn't think that they were very intrusive in the game. But when you start it up, they definitely are. I mean, they're not videos, but they're there. It's like when you play like an MMO on the phone, and when you load up the game, it's just you have to X out X through like five different menus. They're like, you've earned something for the day, and the calendar shows up, and you get it, and you X out, and they're like, you've earned something for the day, and they do it like three times, and then there's like three more things, and it reminds me of those. Or like to get through the game, you have to close all these windows. And you're just like, oh, I just want to play. Um, okay. I... This is my dislike. I felt like there was a lack of tension. Now, tension is more or less the borderline of where, um, your, where success is on the borderline of failure or where failure is on the borderline of success. It's when you're, you're about to lose and also you're about to win. Like if you're fighting a boss and the boss has like two hits left, but you also have like one hit left. So what you have to do is be super careful and you're just like, you're anxious and you're excited and you're like, it's just like all your emotions are running wild. Like that's when you're feeling tension. I felt like in this game, you didn't feel a lot of tension because usually it was black or white. It was like, I have a lot of health. I'm going to kill these guys and move on. Or I don't have a lot of health and I'm probably going to die because you make one move and then three enemies walk up and just smack you and you can't do anything. And then you attack one of them again and now you're dead. Like there, there was, it was never really in between for me. Like either I'm going to win or I'm going to lose. It was just, it was really strange. I didn't feel that. I mean, did you have a different experience? No, uh, except for that one fight before I got to Act Three, where like, because the mage, the mage, you already know the mage is pretty small, but yes, high damage out. Yeah. But other than that, that was it. That was the only time. I like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna kill my unit. Yeah, I mean. The boss battles can have it sometimes, but a lot of times they just mess you up. Like what we were talking about earlier with the the boulder. This one boss throws boulder, and it, it's a nightmare. Do you want to do you want to talk about the boulder? The boulder, uh, the, yeah. that boulder has like I don't know what kind of coding they had. But they, they made it to where it can like calculate the angles of this boulder, which can go through and do the most damage to the player. Oh, I certainly, yeah. Intentional coding. I've been killed by that a lot of times. Dude, it's like bouncing around the room like crazy, but somehow it hits you. Yeah. It's funny. It, oh, man. I mean, that, I feel tension when the boulder is rolling because I'm like, this is definitely going to hit me and I'm going to die. Um, okay. What do you got? Another one I have is the uh, power spike. You know, you know, like in the shop, like like I said, the like the items there are like blocked by people. So if you really want to be powerful before you start run, you can buy items to like be completely broken. Stuck. No, uh, you say like, you say items. Do you mean like weapons and equipment? Yeah, weapons and equipment. And then, uh you mean <clears throat> there's, there's, like, there's like different sets that you could buy. I I don't know if you looked at the set. And this is real money or in-game gold? Real money. Okay, yeah, I haven't messed with those. Cause like like in, in one of there, it's like oh, if you have this entire set, you can uh, you can uh, do this much damage. I was like, I looked at the damage. I was like, dang, that's that. It's like, I guess like if you're paying money, at least have the damage. Shot, like. I mean, I, that, I imagine that'll help a lot if you pay money. But that's the gotcha rule. A lot of mobile games do that. 
You pay money, you get an advantage. Which, you know, that's... I don't see Dude, anything... great, right? But, <laughs> but, like, the items that these, like, it should be also possible for you to actually buy those those types of items, too, but it's, like, the, the chest heavily RNG'd, so, like, you're gonna get common items. But if you really want the, like, good ones, you gotta pay money. Like, guaranteed yeah. good ones. That's how they get you, man. I mean, it's good. It's all well and good if you have the money to spend, but if you don't have the money to spend, you're grinding. Old school then, fashion and, grinding. And then if you really want it, it's like you have to watch an ad too to get like free box. And then the 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 items that they give you not even worth that. Oh yeah, those are a joke. I mean, that's how it is in most games. Though most games, the, the free boxes are like ugh. a lot of times. It's just it's not and worth. You you can't even sell them for uh, actual like, good money. <laughs> they're, they're just there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is common among mobile games. I'm waiting for one game to to show up and start doing things a little differently. Because they, 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 there's definitely an opening here. So many games do the same thing. There's got like there's there has to be creative ways to do things like this. Like look at what Archer Row did. Archer Row did a thing where um when you beat a boss, you get whatever your upgrade. To... No? I never got to play it. No, well th they did this thing where when you beat the boss, you get whatever reward for beating the boss. But then there's this wheel. You can only spin the wheel if you watch an ad. And this game did not throw ads in your face whatsoever. But if you watch an ad to spin this wheel, you get a chance to get like 5, 10, or 20 of in-game currency. There's also money, and there's also experience. And it was like an actual reward for watching an ad. It wasn't some like little petty thing. It was actually a chance to get a real reward. And I think that's the proper way to do it. At least give the player a chance to get something really good instead of just kind of giving them a little, like, here you go, take this little thing. It would actually make the ads worthwhile. I agree. Okay, um... I mean, the only one that had the ads worthwhile was Pass, which I talked about in the beginning. Was what? The, the worthwhile ads. The, yeah. That was the thing. That one was uh, pretty good. It's um... not like give you like an incentive. Yeah, and I, I mean, I feel like more games need to do that. Because eventually people are just going to stop doing it. I mean, there's always going to be people who do it. But I mean, I, I, I look at ads like I'm giving the developer money, and I only want to give them money if I really like their game. And if I'm just playing your game because I want to try it out, and you're forcing me to watch ads, I immediately have a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, I get it. They're trying to make money, but there there should be a line drawn somewhere. Yeah. I get I, that. I, my theory is if you make it worthwhile to the player, the players will want to watch ads. If you watch an ad and you only get a little bit of a reward that makes it not worth it, they're not going to do it as much. Um. Yeah. Okay, so what's that? I think that was yours, right? I think it's back to me. Yeah, yeah, it's back. My final dislike. What's that? Multiple runs led to less engagement. Now, what I mean by that is that the more I played it and the more I saw what was in the game, the less there was for me to do. And this isn't in reference to the actual gameplay. It's the stuff like leveling up your character in the game. Or when you beat a boss, you get to pick between these two cards. Like, for instance, one of them was... Uh, it would give you 100% more damage, but it would take 60% of your health away. Or one of them was... Um, when you moved, your character would leave a trail of fire behind him, and any enemy that crossed it would take damage. Uh, another one was whenever you moved, 
you would launch um i'm gonna get this wrong but if they're like fireflies or something like fairies i want to say something like that where this projectile would come out of you and just home in on the nearest enemy and do damage it was only like two damage but you move a lot so it adds up um and these were like boss benefits essentially now i just listed off three of them and i want to say there's probably maybe three more there's one when an enemy hits you you throw like a dart or something at them and then there's, i think there's like two more but when i played it played the game a bunch of times uh, i stopped getting new ones and i stopped getting new um benefits for actually leveling up and as soon as I stopped seeing new ones for those, my engagement just dropped. Like, there was not much more to look forward to besides getting better equipment, which is a huge grind. And I kind of just was less and less engaged the more I played it. Now, it was really fun when I started. It was really exciting. Like, oh my god, it's so awesome. But once I saw everything, I immediately started going down. And I feel like... um there's ways to improve that. We're going to get to that in the next section. Um, how did you feel about that? Like, like, like you said, like I had the same opinion as on that. But there, there's definitely a lot of things that can be improved. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, okay, what else do you have? Uh, that was it for my distance. That was it. Okay. Let's talk about ways to improve. I'm going to let you go first. What do you have? Uh, the crate bomb. <laughs> right. Hey, we will have... Right, like, I'd say for the for improvement for crate bombs, like once you hit it right there, you should have at least like, uh, like a timer. Yeah, you know so what I'm like, saying? Like, it shows you a timer and like... Uh, but yeah, it can't be time. a timer. It, it can't be like, a timer timer because it's turn based. So or, how would you uh, a delayed a delayed uh, yeah? Punch. Well, so how it, would it, you it, do yeah, it? No. So like when you hit it, and if you stop right there, you still have one more one more turn. Uh, if you move, you should be like kicking. So if you stop right there, right, boom, the the bomb goes in a delay. So if you move immediately. By, by the end of your turn, it then able. Yeah. I mean, the only disadvantage with that, I can see from their point of view, is that it'd be very easy to escape the bomb. But, I think if you did it that way, you could make the bomb's radius way bigger. Because it gives the player a chance to get out of it. In a sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Can, uh, put in. What? to improve yeah like like, like if, if they think this the player is gonna get more then have the chance to escape thing then make the range bigger to get out yeah like exactly there's always a way to balance it i mean i personally think the bombs are very very harsh they're just uh i mean i get it they're dangerous um but they're just oh man i've so many runs have ended because of those now the game's nice they let you revive once if you have 15 gems. It's not the end of the world if you lose. But I have, oh man, those bombs are a nightmare to me. Anytime I see one, I just don't even, I'm like, I'm not even going near it. Not, don't even want to mess with it. And somehow I still do. Somehow I always bump into it. Um, my, my improve, and I'm going to build on what you said, uh, the bombs. I'm saying, if, if you don't want to give them a delay, have them take more hits before they explode. Like, you hit it once, it puts like a crack in it, and then if it gets hit again, then it explodes. So it gives the player a window of time. So if they do make a mistake, they don't have to pay dearly for it the first time. But if they make a mistake again, then, pay, then make them pay dearly. But it just, just it's so harsh. There's just so many times where I line it up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be outside of the bomb's radius and I'm not. And which is my fault, you know, but it's still so frustrating. Okay. Um, what, uh, you got another one? 
Ah, uh, that would be the 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 ads like have a incentive for me to use the ads. Like like in the very beginning, we can have. There should be. I mean, they do have one for the re first revive if you do die. That that's great, right? But this should be another. Uh, like a guaranteed chance for the blessing card because the blessing card you have in the early beginning is random. Yeah. I um. Yeah, some sort of incentive for ads would be a good thing. Well, it's great, but it's still random. Yeah, sometimes it's worth it, and sometimes it's not. But like, like when I first did it, I had like it gave me uh uh the knight's passive ability, which is good because he he uh, he runs on uh physical damage, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't. I did not run a physical damage. Somehow. Um, you know, we didn't talk about this, but there's a pretty decent variety of weapons. The weapon? Yeah, uh, the weapons. There's like, I mean, the ranger's got a bow and arrow, but they've also got this two-handed, I don't know what you call them, picture like, um, Donatello's stick from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but on each edge of it, on each side of it, there's like an, half of an axe. It's like a glaive, a two-handed glaive. And then, like, the there's, like, a long sword, but there's also, like, a little dagger-type sword. And then there's, like, there's different ways of attack. I didn't mess with them too much, but you just made me think of that. When you said knight attacking. I guess it has no purpose bringing it up now, but you made me think of it, and I wanted to mention that during this episode. That there's actually variety in that. A little bit. I don't... Does the mage have another weapon? No, I mean, yeah, she I mean, could use a knife, I guess, but she wouldn't do that much damage because I didn't yeah. make the uh strength melee fighter, yeah. Okay, so this idea is a little uh, a little out there, but I want the developers ever hear this, I want to give them good ideas. What if? The um, so you got your three classes. You got warrior, mage, and archer. What if they had different bouncing mechanics? See, they're all separated by what they do when they stop bouncing. But what if they had different ways of bouncing? Like they all had different speeds, so they all move at a different rate. But like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example, like. Yeah. Uh, like, what, what, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking, like, how can you differentiate the classes even more? Like, more than speed and what they do when they stop. If there was a way to somehow change what they do while they're bouncing between walls and whatnot, just to make them feel even more different. But I did not bring an example with me today. I'm just going to float that idea out there. Usually I do. And I thought one would come to my head. But I don't have one. But I'm going to make up for it with my next one. But yeah, I was trying to find a way to make them even more different. Because, you know, like... Like, okay, I'll take this for example. Like, what if the archer... When the archer... Um, you, you're about to move, you pull your finger, um, behind the archer because you're about to fling it. And the second the archer starts moving, it fires an arrow. You know, or like, what if the, 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 the knight or your warrior, what if when he ran by an enemy, he took a swing? You know, like, just little changes to make the classes even more different than they already are. Little advantages. Things like that, that could make it even better. Hmm. Um, what do you have more improves? Um, another improve that I would want to add is the ability to use to use 
all priorities to upgrade uh to upgrade that instead instead of uh, locking but like i said right uh you're not you it locks you where you can't use the like a common item to use it for an up for some reason right? if it's like rare yeah if it's rare or a uh, higher uh... do you do you want that you use it yeah, you should be able to, even if it's going to take a freaking 20 of them. You should be able to. Like, That's a good one. Because you could balance that pretty easily. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they had a good reason. Like they could, they could just, uh, what do you call it? Give it like a little small XP if the, uh, the player decides to upgrade. Uh, yeah. It, like, it wouldn't cost, like, it wouldn't progress in the bar. Yeah, it would give you a little bit of progress, and it would give you another way to get rid of your equipment instead of just selling it for gold. Um, okay, so, how I kind of said earlier that the boss um, cards that you get, there, I think there's only like six, maybe seven or eight of them at the most, uh, and how quickly you become accustomed to all of them because you see them all really quick. Um, they should add a mechanic where you take your, okay, either you beat one of the acts and it unlocks new ones, or there's a store in the marketplace where you can spend your in-game gold on buying cards that you can unlock in the game. Like, it's more or less a typical roguelike mechanic that outside of the gameplay you can purchase stuff that will show up in the gameplay later on. So you could come up with some um, some more ability-type cards that alters the way you play, but then don't give them to the player right away. Make the player spend in-game gold to unlock them, or make them earn them by beating the game, essentially. So that gives them incentive to play again, because, hey, we just got some new content. We definitely want to try this out. That would not. I don't think that'd be hard to add to it. It wouldn't be. Um. Okay, and then I got another one. Um, I'm thinking that, and this builds upon my other um dislike, where when you level up in the game, and your choices are pretty much improving the mage build, the archer build, or the knight slash warrior build, um. Instead of doing like plus one to strength, plus one to dexterity, or plus one to magic, essentially, it's more than that, but I'm just saying that. Um, mix it up more. Like, split them up between things. Like, make the player choose do I want to get plus, plus five to my mana regeneration, or do I want to get plus 80 to my maximum mana? You know, do I want to get plus. Fit, like plus twenty percent back attack damage, or do I want to get plus twenty to my critical chance? You know, like split them into smaller categories. That way, more different ones show up, and it gives the player it gives the player more control over their build, but it also gives them more to pick from, which leads to more combinations, and you can get more intricate with your builds. Now. It would be the downside to this is that it would be slightly easier to abuse your build because if you constantly kept getting like plus 20 to back attack damage, you could rack that up very easily and now you become OP. But there's ways to balance that. You know, lower the amount every time you get it or have it not show up for three rounds after it shows up once. Like, there's ways to balance it. But my whole point here is to give the player more to choose from. In the long run, it'll keep them engaged for longer. Keep them playing, keep them watching ads, keep them sending the developers money. I mean, ideally, that's what they want. Um, and that is all of my improvements for this. That, so. That was my... Nice. Okay. So. Our next question is, oh wait, I almost forgot. Um, 
bugs. Did you find any bugs? bugs? Uh, the wall, I guess. Yeah. You call that bug. Which is in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. You can accidentally go into the wall. Yep. It felt like we didn't belong there. I was bouncing I don't know around. If that was part of the game. I, I know you could destroy the structure, the structure, right? With the, yeah. With the creep bomb. I don't but know. Yeah, but I, I still don't think I belonged in there because it was like it wasn't even one tile big, and it was in between trees. There was no path. It was all trees around me, and I was just like standing in there. I had somehow like fit inside one little pixel that let me go through the wall and just in some area I wasn't supposed to be in. It was really strange. It happened more than once. Um, I want to say that happened in other places too, but I didn't go as deep into the wall. I would kind of go through things that was weird. But granted, this is like a physics-based game, more or less. You're going to have a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, okay. So that leads us to our final thing. We, um, our new uh, rating system is essentially would you recommend this game to other people to play? What do you think? I, I would still recommend it, even though it's, uh, even though there are some, a little bit of problems. I feel like some other people enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I I would definitely recommend this game to people to play. I think it mixes this. I I don't know what to call this genre. Um, this physics-based playing your character genre. It combines that with roguelikes in a very unique way, and it works. And it definitely works. Um, and I think people can definitely get enjoyment out of it. I don't think it's as high in the shop as it should be like i found this game on a whim and I, I was lucky i found it i mean i liked it um okay so um if you guys if you want to play along with us uh the next game that we are going to play is called hunt royale that is on the on the app store I know it's on the Android store. I'm assuming it's on the iOS store. I don't know for sure. So don't quote me on that. But it's called Hunt Royale. Um, so yes, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am the Crancher. I'm James. And we are the Game Design Critics. Have a nice night.